0: In the early 21st century, magic reawakened on Earth, and alongside it, a new human race of orcs, elves, trolls, dwarves, and others. Humanity became meta-humanity. Technology proliferated and greatly advanced in the awakened world, as global megacorporations seized ever more power, becoming de facto states with their own laws, courts, and armed forces. The corporations attempt to control all aspects of modern life. This has led to a vast and complex criminal underground which works for and against corporate interests. The independent career criminals who do what others can't or won't are called Shadowrunners. The year is 2102. Welcome to Fun City.
1: Previously on Fun City, after starting to work through a list of supposed victims of experiments conducted by biotechnology megacorp EVO, the team stumbles upon an anti-police demonstration walking north across Manhattan. They follow it to the corporate enclaves and into Bryant Park, where they and hundreds of demonstrators are kettled by night-errant guards, who begin loading detained protesters onto EVO medevac helicopters. Under the park, two night-errant guards pursue Lash, Viv, and TK who kills one after falling 14 stories, his fall broken by Pickle, the sea cucumber. The other guard dies in an explosion from his own grenade. After revealing to Viv, he recognizes the crew from the Siege of the Chaz. Topside, Lux draws the protesters together with the help of fellow demonstrator, Roderick Malone. After commandeering some buses and uploading a virus that glitches night Errant's technologically advanced suits, the team and protesters escape the park and the enclaves where they see zero news about the hostility. We join Lux, Viv, Lash and TK now outside the Mrs. Egg having just arrived from Midtown to find TK dozing on a chaise lounge next to his rarely discussed ex
2: Cinnamon Billions.
3: And who are you?
2: Oh, so he hasn't mentioned me.
3: Viv looks at Lash and Lux.
4: I don't think so. Are you... A friend?
3: I can't handle any more surprises tonight.
2: You could say that, I guess.
4: Uh, Lux looks over at TK, sees he sleep in, and he looks at Cinnamon and says, is he okay?
2: You would probably know better than me. I'm glad to see he's
3: alive. Pickle saved his life.
5: Yeah, I mean, you should have been there. It was scary, but it was also awesome what TK did. It was crazy. I knew he would make it, though. I don't
3: know uh, if it's what he did, <laughs> since you let go of
5: him. Well, who's to say?
4: Lux is, was hoping that um, Lash would be loud enough to wake TK up, because she is loud, but TK still looks asleep, so Lux uh, touches his shoulder. <laughs> TK. Lux. You, can you hear me? Lux.
6: Yeah, yeah. Are you, you look, a, are you okay?
4: Shit. Okay, yeah, I know, I understand.
6: Are you okay? I mean, no, but y- yeah, yeah, I'm fine.
3: How did you get back up?
2: It's
1: it's a long story.
2: He took the elevator.
3: There was an elevator.
1: There's an elevator. Yeah. Cinnamon is just looking at him, and she's like, got this huge grin on her face. She's drinking this big glass of clear liquid. Okay. How do you know this lady? She raises her eyebrows. She really wants to hear the answer to this question. <laughs> D.K. grabs the bottle, takes a big swig, says,
4: we used to be in love. Uh, And Lux goes, oh, that's Cinnamon. Hey, Cinnamon, Uh, I'm Lux. It's it's nice to meet you.
2: It's nice to meet you.
3: Yes, I'm Viv, and I've been shot today, so I think I'm going to go back to the boat.
2: Oh, my. You all certainly do seem like you've been through a lot.
5: And Lash puts out her hand. And then very sneakily turns it into a hug. It's so great
3: to meet you.
5: Someone who has been so important in TK's life. It's a pleasure.
1: Uh, She's uh, on the Shays Lounge, uh, so as you go in for the hug, it's like kind of awkward. She definitely like uh, hover hands you. Like the hug is very light.
5: And Lash smells bad. She's been. kind of running around all over
1: (laughs) let me tell you cinnamon smells amazing (laughs) you pull away from the hug and she points at your hand Lash and she says
2: what's that
1: and you look down at your hand that you just sort of like craned around cinnamon as, as you were trying to hug her in this awkward position your hand is killing you it is like cramping uh, it really hurts, because for the whole car ride here, you you have had a death grip on an object that I think you still have, because I went and checked, and you never said you put it down.
5: <gasps> it was something from the booth, wasn't it?
1: No, it's a knight-errant Praetor Urbanus armor helmet.
5: Oh, <laughs> I never put it down. Oh yeah,
1: and you're you're like holding on to the inside of it. You're like almost like crushing parts of it. Like you, there's an indent from where your giant orc hand has been, just yeah, death grip. It's all muddy. There's some blood on it. Like it has really seen better days.
5: Oh, <laughs> this, you know, just um, a souvenir from a job. See, hey TK, check this out. I got I got a I got a helmet. I got the helmet you hacked.
4: Oh, uh TK Can, <laughs> can they can they track those things? Uh, Lash, I, I, we might want to get rid of it,
3: right?
5: Oh, they probably can definitely track this thing. Yeah. We should not have it on us.
3: Uh, can I Lash, can I have that? Sure. Can I, can, can, turn, turn off location cool. services or something.
6: TK sets the helmet on the deck and punches it repeatedly
1: it is rubble. Okay, I fixed it. You smash it into just many pieces. It's hard going at first because these things are serious, but, you know, it's already, uh, it's already been pretty severely damaged. And He's so got you, a metal hand. Yeah, you got a metal hand, so uh, you, you get to work on it and you're able to wreck it if that's what you want to do. I think, it's, I think it's probably safe now. Can I go back to sleep? Will
3: you sleep out here?
6: Artemis, what's the forecast? Silence. She's busy, remember?
4: Oh, yeah. I think she's still crunching the numbers, TK.
1: Lash, what's the forecast? Uh, Lash, if you look out to the sea, it's uh, dark and it's rainy right now, currently.
5: Um, it's going to be a little bit rainy, but depending on how much rain you like when you sleep.
6: Thank you, Lash. <clears throat> Cinnamon, would you, would you give me a hand? TK tries to stand up. His knees buckle.
1: She stands up as if she's done this a thousand times just slips her left hand around his torso underneath one arm and then underneath the other. And she stands up and she is like six foot four and she's wearing these giant heels that make her like six foot seven. (laughs) And she is kind of like stooping a little bit to hold TK up and her like giant Bob, like her dome of curly red hair just kind of like flops around a little bit in the wind.
2: Okay. Killer. Take it easy. Right.
1: P.K. holds up the bottle and says, cheers. She takes it out of your hand before you can take another (laughs) sip.
4: Yeah. And Lux says, okay, uh, follow me. And Lux goes to the door of the
1: ship. Do you guys all follow?
5: Yeah. I follow trying to kind of like make conversation with Cinnamon. Like, wait till you see our ship. We should have had (laughs) you over, you know, weeks ago. This thing is really cool. You're going to like it.
2: Hmm. So you all live on a boat. Oh. I'm sure that's very nice.
5: Oh, it's great. You're going <laughs> to love it. You are going to love this ship. Wait till you see our bread wall.
4: Lash, is that, is, what is the bread wall again?
5: <laughs> it's
3: the wall you created with all your loaves. From the pandemic or from the... I
4: I think I didn't intend... I don't think Lux intended for it to be a wall of bread that went uneaten, but he had... A lot of his early loaves were pretty hard and um, (laughs) not very edible, so they did work as a kind of a wall decoration. Um,
5: And there's little moisture in it, so it actually doesn't rot because you need moisture for rot, so it actually is great.
4: More like a big, fat cracker wall. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, It's good for soundproofing the kitchen to make sure the jingling (laughs) and jangling of the plates doesn't reverberate, get into the other rooms. You enter the bridge of the ship. As you're making your way, you hear sort of awkward, uh, scraping, clunking sound of TK being half carried, half dragged, and Cinnamon's large shoes just clopping along, and uh, whoever goes in first, you go into the ship that you've gone into a thousand times. To the left, there's a skinny hallway that leads you towards the galley, and down to the lower decks of the ship, and to the right is where the bridge deck is. And this is where the helm is, this is where all the navigational equipment is, where all the readouts and instruments are, uh, all the stuff that you constantly see Gabe fiddling with. Uh, but there is, there's a big difference right now. And it's like one o'clock in the morning, so this is different in a, in a number of ways. Normally when you come into the Mrs. Egg, even if it's really late, you might hear like some clanging noises, you might see some sparking, Uh, you might hear Gabe swearing, you might see him just like leaning over an instrument panel smoking something, like being mad. But now, you hear something very different. You probably hear this from the deck of the ship too, like from a little bit of a distance. You hear loud punk rock music playing, and when you get into the uh, bridge deck of the ship you go, you know, you crane your head around and look into the helm. Gabe is in there listening to music really loudly, and he is Is just like jumping around like he's in a mosh pit, doing air guitar. Uh, He's got a tall boy of beer in his hand. (laughs) He is like fully partying. And you can see that every single panel is brightly lit. Every single instrument is on. Things that you've never seen on before. There are 3D holograms of the city rotating very slowly in the center of the helm. You can see charts for all the various waterways that are projected on a couple of the walls just like everything's beeping chiming you see radar you see yeah you see all the navigational equipment is on uh who goes in first
4: uh lux does
1: lux you go in you you see some of this and then gabe sees you come on board and he looks at you and he goes guys guys you're never gonna guess what you're never gonna guess it works It everything works the mrs egg is seaworthy what what it, it, i don't i don't know what you did i don't know what artemis did but yesterday morning she figured out like a dozen of the things that were wrong with the ship os she showed me how to build a like counterfeit whatever that thing is that yuri took off the boat forever ago uh, so I, like i sorted up this little thing i just shoved it into this little hole underneath this this thing here and he like you know pats one of the uh, one of the instrument panels and then everything else just kind of it kind of fell into place i've been fixing stuff left and right for like almost 24 hours i'm on i'm on some drugs, but it's fine. I'm fine. I'm doing all right. Don't worry. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna start driving now. Um, it's, it's good. We we can go places. Though I did notice. Um, you, you Gabe, haven't heard. you haven't heard Gabe, from Artemis Gabe, for a little bit. Uh, yeah. What? Okay. What?
4: Turn the music down first. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Dave Do you say that all this stuff works now? It all.
1: It all works.
3: She's seaworthy. Yeah. Viv is running her hand down the wall. She's seaworthy. <laughs> you guys want to go to Maine? Uh,
4: Dude, we can't go to Maine right now. Wait, what else were you gonna say, Gabe?
1: Oh yeah, uh, I, so Artemis helped a lot. She did a lot of stuff, but then Wait, uh, she's not. She's not still working on the problem. No, she got like kind of quiet. Do you know why she? Like, oh. she kind of, like, disappeared oh, no. for a while.
4: Oh, she's still disappeared, though, right now, right? Yeah, yeah I haven't heard from her for oh, a while. Oh, yeah, little. yeah. She's trying to crack the cipher on the, the data or You know what? Possible... That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's great. Yeah, I just, I if you're not worried, you. I'm not worried. Wait okay, a minute. No, she's, she's working on, she's crunching numbers right now.
3: Lash, didn't you get a call about this? <sighs> yeah. It
5: looks like uh, there's some issues with Casanova. I'm not sure what exactly is happening, but I do need to get in contact with Thistle because Casanova just, I guess, cannot help himself. He's just got to put his little signature into everywhere as if you did not Okay, all right, teach okay,
1: anymore. all right, okay, all right. And he goes and he gives, he's very, he's much smaller than Lash, so he's basically hugging Lash like around her waist. <laughs> uh, he smells like beer, and then he like leans back a little bit. He goes, what uh You guys look like you got dragged backwards through the mermaid parade. What happened?
3: Uh, sort of, that's what happened. But I think what Lash is trying to say is that Artemis might be a little compromised. She'd be a little careful what you use and activate right now. Oh, 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 okay. Uh. And yes, we've been through hell.
5: I have a slight suspicion, but you haven't heard any news about, I don't know, a giant riot. Success in. happening. fixing the. Okay, I... Mrs. I... Egg, yeah! <coughs> okay, 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 okay.
1: Sorry, no, I'm being rude. What, uh, what were you saying? Gabe, you
5: didn't
3: hear anything about Bryant Park tonight.
1: No. Why? Is that this ra- where this rave you guys were at was? Incredible.
3: Well, I guess
5: we don't have to worry about any kind of...
3: Our profile
5: going up at all. At least in no. the public.
4: Night Errant tried to illegally arrest a large group of protesters. And then they were putting them in EVO helicopters. What? To be sent back for quote unquote treatment the treatment that we're talking about that's happened to a few people that we're investigating right now we think that there's good reason to believe that that's going to be starting happening in mass as soon as i guess tonight we stopped them tonight but only barely viv got shot
3: yes dear oh oh,
4: shit tk fell into an abyss
5: old new york
4: oh you got you saw the underground yeah you saw the underground tk
6: Oh yeah, huh? Oh. <clears throat> Can I? I don't need this. Right. TK is just limping toward his bedroom
1: <laughs> with yeah, TK is not doing well. Gabe. Gabe's just shouting down the hallway, like,
3: "All right, you're gonna have to tell
1: me about that later."
3: We have a lot to catch you up on, but I need to sleep.
1: Yeah, you guys get some rest. I'm sure we can figure out all of this tomorrow. I'm going to just dial in all the right colors for all of the controls. Uh, you know, like to have it real, real mint. And he goes over to a panel and he starts turning a knob and all of the controls turn like a very deep purple. And he looks at you all for approval.
3: Yes, just be careful with anything Artemis related right now.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry, I'll I'll, I'll make sure that nothing, nothing goes in, nothing goes out.
4: And Artemis, I think she's crunching numbers right now, but I think that she was predicting that she'd be done in um, like 72 hours or so. (sighs) And uh, Luck says, good to see you're okay, Gabe. I'm going to sleep.
1: Okay, I'm great. I'm glad you guys had such a rough night. Uh, Yeah, let me know if you need anything. Gabe, you need to go to
4: sleep too, all right? The the colors are fine. Well,
5: I guess we're all going to sleep. (laughs) But... Before Lash goes to sleep, she does want to set some kind of like a alert or some kind of a tracker. She has this like suspicion that Casanova wouldn't do anything without then like talking about it on the blog. And we have his login. So she wants to like try to like kind of look
1: through. There's like the forum, right?
5: Yeah. She wants to set kind of an alert on the forum and see if anyone's talking about like getting into a supercomputer or something like that.
1: Yeah, you can set what is effectively a Google alert yeah. uh, or a post alert for like if a particular user posts something, you can get a little ping.
5: I would assume that he won't use his credentials long. I mean, you don't in. know. Who do- <laughs> yeah, who knows? That's yeah, true. Who
1: knows? <laughs> I think that's um, very easy for Lash to do. Okay, everybody goes off to bed. Yes. Heal yourselves first. Completely. Oh, thank
5: goodness. <laughs> how does healing? Do we just, just? How does healing work?
1: We get house rules for this. Yeah, we house rule this. Yeah, you go to you go to this bed. You get everything back. You're all TK has a
6: full. wound modifier of five. Oh <laughs> no! Boy was about to die, buddy. Wow.
1: Do I heal my matrix damage as well? No, that you have to repair. Okay. We get our edge back now, right? So, under new rules, which new listeners rule. we will we will discuss momentarily, yes, you should get all ah, of your edge. Money. Yay! E- oh, so I get two uh,
6: edge. Sick.
1: We will explain what that means in due course, because the first thing that we have to do is we have to distribute karma. And we have wait, Mike, a, Mike, Mike. A Mike a before we do this, before we do this, we have to de- we have to decide what happens to cinnamon.
3: You decide what happens yeah, to cinnamon. What happens to two yeah. no
1: consenting adults is not my business.
4: Yeah, you're the one of the consenting
1: adults. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Okay, we'll just leave it ambiguous then. Great. Okay, yeah. continue. <laughs> Listen, that's a different
6: podcast. Hey, um, yo.
4: I hope she's gentle with him, though. I'll
1: <laughs> <laughs> she, I big can woman guarantee she... you, she absolutely is not. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> and that's maybe part of the dynamic of the relationship. All right. We have a lot of karma to distribute. So, is everybody ready? Do you have?
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. You're, you're,
1: got the Abac, abacai, Abakuses? abacuses. I have mm. multiple abacai. Okay. Mm. First things first. You still have not received karma from Vern. You told him that you learned about the last line. What you learned about them? Oh. You you went to a seaside park. You went to Battery Park City and hung out with him in a park. You told him what you learned. That's where he gave you a list of names of Evo victims. Uh, you never received karma for that. Wow. so
5: How many days ago was that in game?
1: Um, I think maybe five. Okay. Yeah. So not that long that. ago. Not that time long. is weird. Yeah, time is weird. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so for uh, telling Vern what you learned about the last line, uh, you can each have six karma. Next, you all searched for, located, and found Miko Jurdovich's gun at the request of Odina and Thistle.
3: Turn and burn.
1: Yeah, for this job, you may each have fifteen karma. What? uh, With the following additions. TK, an additional three karma for spearheading the recon mission and accessing the PBA from afar to see what you could see before going in uh, f- with your meat bodies. Um,
3: a water buffalo.
1: <laughs> yeah, Taylor. if I could give Taylor karma, I would give him karma for the Don Pardo impression. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, so good.
1: Get nothing.
4: Oh, I get nothing.
1: TK and Lux, uh, each of you an additional two karma for the creation of The Digitonian.
4: <laughs> oh, fucking
6: yay. rules.
1: That it's rules. A
4: great, it's a great publication.
1: Which everybody can go visit at digitonian.ventures. Oh, yeah. For,
6: I. I it's, went, a <laughs> it's a real website. It's a real yeah. website.
1: Each of you an additional one karma for playing extras in the role of shouting journalists at the mayor.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah.
1: uh lux an additional one karma as well as consolation for never getting to eat that plate of spaghetti that you made (laughs) uh, while waiting in the lobby of the pba with the mare snacks
3: oh wow Mike, no the forever spaghetti sympathizer.
1: It was really good spaghetti. I'm sorry, Lux did not oh, get to have any. That's hard. I would also give me and uh, Taylor karma here for being uh, podcasters making a TTRPG where for a moment we pretended to be podcasters in a TTRPG, but that karma <laughs> is lost will be lost on us. <laughs> Lash, uh, two karma for the idea to do my favorite thing in any tabletop role playing game. Sending an email and telling (laughs) everyone about an all-hands meeting that they were currently late for. (laughs) That's
3: right. (laughs) Wow, I can't believe we never got Karma for all of these. It feels so long ago.
1: And Viv, an additional two Karma for searching the GPS coordinates in the gun log data, which is what led you all to Hector's turn and burn. Oh, wow. Um, And then just at the turn and burn, just one minor augmentation there uh, to Lux. Uh, so, an additional two karma for asking Hector about his rares. <laughs> nice. But then minus two karma for not asking him if you could buy one.
4: Oh, I should have. <laughs> so you know, I was too close to the sun.
1: <laughs> Any questions, concerns, complaints, or comments about karma distribution for uh, the PBA heist and the turn and burn? Wow. No, I. No, I... That Okay, good. Next, this karma is four tracking down the funding info for the last line via Money Pit and the public accretion blockchain. So Viv and Lash each receive six karma for going to Bull Goose and confronting Casanova. (laughs) Viv?
3: Mm -hmm.
1: You lose two karma for committing war crimes on a teenager.
3: (laughs) could
1: have been any one of us but you then gain two karma back because he's a fascist
3: Um, (laughs) uh fine by me that's zero huh
1: interesting lash you gain two karma for giving some legitimately good mental health care advice to casanova's mom she has to put up with a lot with that kid so (laughs) she's having a hard go it's rough he's a real pain in the ass (laughs) she's gonna use those breathing exercises that you love this TK, an additional four karma for helping to create, uh, as I do not think we have yet said on the show, Smartimus.
3: Oh, we love
1: her. And Lux, two karma for learning to take one large, scary problem, one step at a time.
3: <laughs> holding his shoulders. Decompose. Decompose.
1: <laughs> you decompose. Big problems. You decompose. That's such them. a
3: good joke the whole you make episode. Them. You make
1: them smaller problems. Mushed. Uh, the Artemis number crunching mission is still ongoing, uh, so there is no karma to distribute for that, which means that we are at our final karma source for this karma distribution session, and that is the battle at Bryant Park, which Ooh. you all just survived. Yes. So first, a round of applause for yourselves for making it through. <laughs> Damn. Damn. For following a protest and teaming up with your fellow city dwellers to best Knight Errant when they tried to kettle you in Bryant Park and cart you off to Evo, God knows where, you may each have 16 karma. Whoa. With an additional five karma each for working with the public and in its interest. Hell yeah. And a customary two karma to TK for his brush with death. And a customary minus two karma to everyone for the death of that one tall knight-errant shithead who tried to hitch a ride on TK by shooting a scutterbug at him Uh, as he fell to almost certain death.
6: call that a zero. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) He was a fascist, though, so that's plus two. I don't know, chief. Uh,
1: Taylor, was that guy a fascist? I mean, depends on
6: how you mean.
7: De (laughs) facto... I mean, all police are de facto fascists.
1: Okay, so uh, you can keep the two. Hey. Don't, d- yeah, don't take the two away. <laughs> uh, right. so well, you I still were, get I like karma. Out An additional house rule here, which is that I dock you two karma for killing people unless they're fascists. It's, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's call it the Indiana Jones rule.
3: Oh.
1: For this, since it is still fresh in our minds, uh, we're going to distribute additional karma by answering some questions, which we've done in the past. Uh, So this is, uh, we need consensus for these. Ready? Everybody ready? Mm
3: -hmm. Oh,
1: yeah. For two karma, who was the MVP at the Battle of Bryant Park?
3: Lux. 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 Lux.
1: Nick always has such a hard time accepting this sort of praise.
4: (laughs) Well, I think it's easy because I was the only one up uh, on the upside. So, yeah, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) You guys had a smaller fight down below.
3: You turned the tide single-handedly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, look.
6: I don't need a statue in Bryant Park. If someone were to make one, would
1: Lux complain?
6: (laughs) I wouldn't complain. (laughs) Lux was topside. He had the whole thing locked down.
1: Amazing. For three karma, who had the best assist. Probably
6: Viv for not letting TK die. Yeah,
3: yeah. I don't really know. Good. I think TK um, Spider Manning and programming a virus is pretty fucking cool. Both are good. Yeah, both are really. Yeah, but good.
6: TK was gonna die, so <laughs> I think it's gotta be Viv.
3: Yeah, he was
6: about to bite it,
3: dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pickle. Whatever. It seems like it's Viv. Thanks,
3: pickle.
1: pickle. <laughs> nice. That's three to Viv.
3: Thank you very much
1: for three karma who learned the most
3: oh i would say lash (laughs) because the night errant system was completely new oh that's true and you had to like navigate this whole thing but
1: i feel like lux
5: (laughs) learned more because he saw everything that was going on in the helicopters
3: oh learning information in general Mm. yeah
4: I don't know if I learned much from that, though. And then on the top side, I didn't actually do anything except for drive a truck around in a circle.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God.
4: Um, And I already knew how to do that. With Verve.
5: Maybe TK learned the most because he brushed death. I would feel like when you brush with death. That is a pretty
1: big lesson.
3: Message Cinnamon. I mean, that's a. Learn that Cinnamon
6: didn't hate TK. That's
4: pretty big.
3: Yeah, that's pretty amazing.
4: <laughs> well, you know what? I think TK would typically kind of go within himself at, after an event like this, and the fact that he reached out to someone he loved is is an evolution in the book. Yeah. God damn
3: it! It's in the book. I'm gonna say going to say all the way back to episode I'll one. TK on that. With the book. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
4: it's definitely either Lash for the computer stuff, or it's TK for opening up. I think TK. Let's say
3: TK. Yeah.
1: Take it. Okay, that's an additional three karma to TK.
3: Hell yeah.
1: Okay, we got one more. For five karma, who took the biggest risk?
4: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how it can't be TK. I mean, yeah. was it worth it? No. Was, it, was <laughs> it anything anybody should ever do playing this game? No. no.
5: Oh yeah, with uh, the it, tree the the area we were. It in. was the tree.
3: Yeah, you <laughs>
5: fell out of the tree. No, he did he, two things. He did the the fireworks in the tree. He set the <laughs> helicopter on fire, and then he set underground New York. But here, oh, he I mean, here's my <laughs> question:
1: Is like, are those things risks, or are they just like dangerous behavior?
4: Well, that's what a risk. I mean, like yeah, I said, yeah. I don't think risk means like, <laughs> you know, ha- necessarily has a reward.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: but it's just, right. you know, just that you risk uh, your life. I don't know if Lux necessarily did re- risk his life at any point, really. I, nothing like what TK did. Yeah. Twice.
3: Yeah, twice. Two, explosives, yeah. two, but, two explosions. But, yeah. but
5: remember, I did hack the clock and and it was pretty risky okay well it's
4: either the packing the clock or it's TK throwing himself to his death into an abyss
5: it to try and
4: save
6: two. everyone else
5: yeah I don't I know how that would save everyone else but I think it's TK it's <laughs> clearly okay.
1: TK but he was
6: in a berserker's reed Mike doesn't want to reward <laughs> this which I, I you know I get it <laughs>
1: I mean, I when I wrote this, I was like, everybody's going to say TK, and I just, I just want everybody to agree that on the nature of what the risk was. Yeah. So, oh, so now it's it like, like, so
6: now it's philosophy. That's yeah. why we're in the philosophy category.
4: I think he should get the five points. In the future, you have to kind of change the wording of it, Mike. I think it needs to be like, who took the biggest risk that was paid dividends,
1: <laughs> Cal- calculated?
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. First of all, <laughs> it wasn't my what? fault that the dice were bad. That's true. I had to change <laughs> ice rollers that's in the middle true. of this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You were
4: also in a berserker's rage. Yes, so, but the ideas were good. The ideas were good. Way the, that's right.
1: yeah. You know. All right. So then, I mean, TK is cleaning up. Uh, five additional karma to TK. Hell yeah. Now I'm going to do something that I've only done I think once or twice before. I'm going to distribute qualities to everybody. Uh oh. You have all earned these qualities. Oh, my um, quality Most of these are not standard, uh, so like these are not things that are in the book, and they may actually be better understood as what we in the show are going to now call hallmarks. Which uh, listeners, we are going to explain what a hallmark is soon enough. This is another part of like the new rules, uh, but I think most of this you'll be able to understand it even if you don't necessarily know what a hallmark is yet. First, Bijan, TK now has a minor fear of heights. So it's a minus two dice penalty to all skill rolls when he is on a ledge of 150 feet or more. And it manifests as just like a kind of vertigo where he feels like he's sliding. Uh, towards you the said edge. 150 feet or more? Yeah. So like pretty high.
6: Still got the grapple stuff.
1: Yeah. If you're standing on the edge of a building and you have to like, you know, hack something, you might be, have a hard time concentrating.
4: Yep. Welcome to the minor fear game.
3: Oh yep. no.
1: You know, Uh Nick, I am going to give Lux a quality that I'm calling linchpin. I like the name. Lux will gain a plus two dice pool bonus to directing and influencing large groups of people who are attempting to work together in public.
4: Oh, I like
3: that. That's amazing. There's a spell like that. It's like control a group, but I like that much better. The context of it is really cool.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Universe. Jen, I have a question for you for a quality for Viv. Yes. Do you think Viv is more mad at herself for getting shot, or is she more mad at the knight-errant peace agent who shot her? The
3: knight-errant peace agent.
1: So in that case, I'm going to give Viv a quality called hypervigilant. Ooh. Uh-huh. Viv will gain a plus two dice bonus when dodging firearms. Wow. But a minus two dice pool penalty when casting spells in the presence of firearms
6: (gasps) damn
3: wow that's tough that's tough (laughs) that's real hyper vigilance comes with a price my goodness
1: so just so you know if you had said that she was mad at herself she would have gotten a quality called gun shy oh uh, which is basically the reverse. It's a minus two dice penalty when dodging firearms. But if you're within reach, you can roll an immediate melee attack after being shot at, which will do no damage, but which will disarm the person.
3: Oh, that's rad.
1: (laughs) Okay. Finally, Shannon, Mm. uh, you, you, this one's a little bit complicated. Okay. Um, I'm going to give lash a quality called mama bear.
5: Hey, I like it already.
1: (laughs) If Lash believes that Viv, TK, or Lux are in immediate mortal danger, she can effectively like hulk out. Ooh, Cool. All of her physical attributes are temporarily increased by three. Jesus. Wow. Three is nice. For a single action. Oh, shit. That's very cool.
5: And by physical attributes, you mean?
1: Strength, agility, reaction, and body. Oh. wow. Cool. If this happens in initiative, she can act any time before her turn once in this combat round. Whoa. Damn. After she takes that single action, she takes three stun damage unresisted. Wow.
4: Does she get to choose when she can use this?
6: That's a really good question.
1: Yes, uh, the way that I have written this, I'm going to go with how I have written it in the past, assuming that I meant it. Yes, you have a choice. It's not exactly like hulking out. Okay, cool. But it requires the necessary precondition of believing that Viv, TK, and Lux are in immediate mortal danger.
5: I'm going to be like, get in mortal danger so I All can have time. my bonus, <laughs> please.
4: It's kind of pretty steep price. I mean, three three stun
1: damages is a sure. wound modifier, so yeah, it, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not yeah.
4: cheap. Uh, but it's it's you know it's, it's nice to have. As an option,
1: okay. Any questions about your new qualities slash homework oh. slash whatever you want to call them? Love it. Oh. Friends, enemies, podcast listeners, imagine, if you will, the best sweater you've ever seen. No, wait, stop, don't. I need you to finish listening to this episode and then go on with your day. And if you do imagine the best sweater you've ever seen, surely you will be unable to lose yourself of its magnetism. The sheer idea of it enough to occupy your thoughts from now until eternity. No, for your own safety, please do not imagine the best sweater you've ever seen. Instead, head to CottonBureau.com and just... Purchase it. That's right, y'all. Ever concerned for your well being, interested wholly in keeping you out of the imaginatory abyss of perfect clothing items, we here at Fun City have gone ahead and made the best sweater and hoodie so you don't have to. Head to cottonbureau.com and search Fun City or click the link in the show notes to become mesmerizing now. Before it's too late and you begin visualizing, ideating, brainstorming, cottonbureau.com. so you all have karma and you're going to spend it and we're going to do that how we normally do which is in a karma spendy episode that is for patrons only uh, that we're going to have a break Um, you know we're going to start a new recording uh, that's going to be put up on the patreon and then we're going to come back here uh, into this episode and there's going to be a very short uh, little just transition it will be instantaneous for everybody listening right now but there will be a whole other thing for patrons to listen to if they want to however before we do that, I thought that now would be a good time because when we come back, we're going to be talking about new rules things to discuss the new rule set that we are going to be uh, to be playing with. Is everybody ready to help me reason my way through explaining yeah. this to everyone? Yeah. Yes. So the cast has had access to a new rule set that I wrote uh, called Dark Sprint uh, that is a pared down version of the Shadowrun core rulebook of the fifth edition. Um, So it's not a total rewrite. It's just, it's a simplification. A lot of it is like a a codification of what we already do. And so that is how we are going to be playing from now on. I'm not going to go into a huge amount of detail now about what's different. I'm going to do another rules explainer. We did like a 5e standard rules explainer, you know, a couple years ago. I'm going to do another one uh, soon uh, so that you have an explanation of how the new rules work. I think I also probably, once the document is, looks a little bit nicer, I will share a version of it with patrons so that you actually have it. It's like 20 pages long. So it's pretty short in comparison to the full CRB. What do I want to say? One, please be nice. <laughs> uh, not you, not the cast, everybody listening. We have not playtested this. We're going to start using it without having playtested it. So there are probably going to be a few road bumps while we figure things out. Uh, but I think mostly it should work. The like main headlines are there's a lot of stuff that's gone. Uh, Limits are gone. Accuracy is gone. Uh, Force is gone. So for like spells and uh, complex forms, except in like very specific circumstances, character advancement, spell casting, hacking and threading are all extremely simplified. The active skills have been completely rewritten. So we're not going to go skill by skill because you'll just learn about them as we do the show, but like 90% of illegal things that are done with a computer now, um, now fall under a single hacking skill. So there isn't like Bijan, what were TKs like cyber combat, electronic warfare, like spoofing? Yeah, there was,
6: there was a bunch of stuff that like, I guess it kind of made, it made, it made sense, but it also like, I think the kind of game that we're playing, like we moved pretty far away from Shadowrun and not using guns. And now it's like, oh, right, here's the, we're, we're moving the rest of the show in line like yeah. when when have I ever used like a, a cyber combat skill you know That's, and when like, am <laughs> I,
1: like to be perfectly honest I'm not really worried about the difference between electronic warfare and cyber combat like it doesn't bother me it's not a real and, time and from,
4: from kind of an outside perspective because you know Lux mostly does social stuff what I experience sometimes is a lot of great work and effort by you you all to End up, you know, finding the particular skills that are right for these particular scenarios, and it ends up being okay. I found out that I need to roll nine dice, <laughs> and if we would have done it the other way, I would have had to roll nine dice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. What, And so you you have these very complicated paths up and down through mountains and over rivers, and and all they
6: they all end at home, which is nine dice. Uh, so <laughs> it's it's very
4: much like all for naught in, in a lot of cases. I also do so. think
6: it reflects more like these characters. Are professionals at what they do, and professionals have like they obviously they have specific skills like hacking or social engineering or whatever. But like more often, it's sure. like a general skill set that is applied in like to problems, right?
1: It's like specialized doctors who, uh, because of the infrastructure of healthcare, are required to not practice other kinds yeah. of medicine, even if they know it. Yeah, so, long story short, there are a lot of things that have basically just been subsumed under one active skill. All melee weapons fall under one skill. All firearms fall under one skill. Uh, there are a bunch of new skills that I have written, including a couple new Technomancer skills. Uh, so, like, there's a new Technomancer skill called Grok, uh, which is similar to the uh, magic user skill uh, for ascensing. And there's, like, a couple others that we'll we'll get to. Edge is now a spendable resource akin to Grit in Stillfleet. This is on purpose. Uh, We are trying explicitly to make Shadowrun more Stillfleet-like. And Edge can be used to trigger Hallmarks. And hallmarks are probably like the biggest change or addition to this quote unquote dark sprint rule set, which is that they are basically narratively focused powers that are specifically written for each player. There are some that are written for the whole team that are tailored to everybody's play style. So there are things that I'm writing for the cast uh, for them to use. That are very still fleet like. A lot of them have the still fleet thing of you pay some edge and it just happens. There's no role that's involved. It's like things are just different now that you've used this power. Hallmarks will be explained, unveiled, uh, made available during karma spending sessions. Uh, so they do have to be purchased uh, like powers in other RPGs. They are like you've heard in the qualities that I just distributed. They're like kind of like qualities, kind of like spells, kind of like skills. Uh, some of them are even sort of like items. And the idea is that they are hopefully more powerful and also simpler than a lot of the things that are in the Shadowrun core rulebook and that they do more than just hurt somebody. This is something that we talked a lot about with the spells that Viv has access to. It's like a lot of the spells in the book are just hurt a guy, hurt, mm-hmm. hurt multiple guys, hurt a subset of guys. Or
3: cars. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. Yes. Hurt it's like control a one
3: person, controller group. Yeah. Like it's it just scales so predictably. It's ridiculous.
1: We're gonna start with ones that are more Shadowrun like, and hopefully they'll get weirder and weirder as we go, as we do more karma distribution and spending sessions. Um I've written a couple like you know for the future. I'm excited to see them excited to see what they do with the narrative. I will say I have not yet written one that involves time travel. So <laughs> <I don't know.
3: laughs>
1: we'll see. I don't know if Lux is planning on, uh, trying to, um, awaken himself.
4: I'd like to see Lux
1: try. (laughs) So I think that's it. Do you guys feel like, did I miss anything? Any of the like big items from the rules change?
4: No, I would only say like for, you know, Lux is virtually the same. Like, uh, I you think know, most there, there, of you are, yeah, very similar. Much the same. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's literally just simplified and easier and, and there's nothing that Lux is losing. So there's, there's really nothing that if you, didn't say all of this, I don't even know if most people would notice, especially if you are mostly there for the story and stuff, um, I think this serves that. And I think this is just better. I don't understand a lot of Shadowrun as a game uh, and the game mechanics, So I, I have been playing it for years <laughs> and I still don't understand why they've, uh, they've made the choices they've made uh, about something. So this just makes more sense to me, not less. So uh, wait a minute. I just, yeah.
3: Did we launch September 9th, four years ago?
1: Oh yeah. I think that's true. It, yeah. Was it ninth? Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Or is it ninth. 16? I was going to say the 13th, but the ninth something sounds right. Three years ago. Three years ago? Yeah, 2019.
3: Okay, wow. Still, <laughs>
1: it was
5: yeah. it was only 2019. Are you sure?
4: We were playing yes. longer than that, but it didn't.
5: Nine
7: months. I, nice. I have given court testimony on the dates of that month. I am very familiar yeah, the yeah. events <laughs> of September 10th and 12th. But we, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah That's September
7: right. September
5: 2019. <laughs> We've been playing for longer
1: than that. We've been playing for yeah, about yeah. A, a little bit, about a year longer than that. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: All right, so if you all feel good and we have no questions about karma or new rules on this side of things, we're going to take a very brief break uh, in the public feed right here. If you are a patron, you can head on over to the patron only feed and check out a Karma Spendy that has just gone up where we talk about uh, what uh, everybody's going to spend their karma on. And uh, yeah, if not, you're just going to hear, um, you know, there'll be some fun little music that plays. Here, I'll start it right now. And then on the other side of this short break, you're going to get uh, a very brief summary of uh, what everybody. What he gets up to in the Karma Bendi, so uh, we'll talk to you in a few seconds. Here we are. We're back. The crew, the team, they are fast asleep in their beds, bandaged up, maybe bleeding just slightly, but less than before. And each of them is sleeping with their hands folded as if in prayer under
7: one side of their face. Is this <laughs> moment precious? It is, folks. You can't <laughs> like pick you one can't medium argue. to
3: communicate it other than audio. Porcelain. <laughs> Viv is Every- playing whale sounds as she sleeps.
7: <laughs> Everyone's going, honk and me, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> me, 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 me. TK is blowing a feather out <laughs> and then sucking the feather back towards his mouth.
1: Me is that me, the Animaniacs? Is that who did that? Everybody it's, did. It's
4: a. It's yeah. It's a big cartoon trope.
1: <laughs> As you all snooze the universe that is contained within each of you grows and expands in response to the harrowing experiences that you have just had. What did everybody decide to do, uh, for the people who didn't hear it in the karma Spendy? Just to quick, a quick roundup of what everybody's new skills and abilities are.
5: Um, so lash over the past time has, um, kind of been working in the Matrix a bunch. So in that, she's learned a couple of uh, Matrix technomancy type skills. So she has learned how to do some, you know, kind of fighting in the Matrix, using her resonance, using deck, a new skill. Uh, She also has this new hallmark called breaking ball, which can do some Matrix damage. And she also has upped her thread ability to kind of, read a little bit better. Um, She's also been doing some training. So she upped her brawn, which is just moving heavy objects. And um, lastly, she's been not liking that people are being pretty aggressive towards them. You know, they've been aggressed many times. So she also took a hallmark called disarm, which is just being able to get someone to like her.
1: Which I, I would like to point out that that is a direct reference to the Stillfleet disarm, which takes away someone's gun. This does not take <laughs> away a gun. Takes away the metaphorical interpersonal social gun. <laughs> Incredible. Um, I feel like, are we on a countdown to seeing Lash pick up a car? Is that... Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. oh, I Yeah. Wow. Well,
3: and Wow. I... Well, it, it's going to be that Street so. Fighter. Is it Street Fighter where you like have to beat up the car in the bonus level? It is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Girl, can't wait. Girl, bit up a car. <laughs> wait, is Shannon Girl, Al- our ball rug? Is that who that is? Girl, you're going to beat up that car or what? <laughs> Girl,
7: you dug
2: too deep. <laughs>
3: so, Viv in the last episode was shot, and that is a very traumatizing experience, even for her. As powerful as she is, she is the glass cannon. Uh, So, during this time, uh, we've raised her agility and strength to level four, so she stands a chance with melee combat now, and maybe being able to lift something. Maybe a a heavy suitcase. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. Um, She also took on some positive qualities, uh, which you can look up. uh, Quick heal, toughness, and guts. And the most exciting development is she took on two new hallmarks, which are called the benefit of experience. So she can access some, some new buildings and things like that. And uh, something called back in my day. So when interacting with any technology older than 30 years, we'll see what happens.
1: I like to think also now of Viv, like in her quarters on the Mrs. Egg, just putting a Game Boy back together.
3: Yeah, she's got her glasses on. Uh, like, she's got the Coke bottle glasses because she has regular AR glasses, but she's got the really magnifying Coke bottle glasses for that.
1: Or like, would Viv really get into mechanical keyboards?
3: Oh, you can hear the clicky click now. <laughs> oh. Down the hall, you can. She she did the the um the split keyboard, so it's sure. left and hand left yeah. and right hands are separate. But you can. It's so satisfyingly loud now.
4: Nice. Lux um, has grown mentally. Uh, Lux has a strength of two. Um, his suits fit a certain way with his particular arms, chest, and so- shoulders. Um, he'd like to keep it that way. His, his strength is going to stay at two. Uh, <laughs> but his reasoning, willpower, and logic have all gone up one point. Um, so he is growing mentally every day. He also has taken a couple of Hallmark's. Lux's hallmarks that he has uh, taken is uh, one of them is always prepared for the cost of an edge. Lux can find something in his coat that's immediately useful. um, That's not bigger than a paper uh, back book. Uh, So I do have to explain why I put it there and and when I put it there, but it's um, just like a kind of a mini get out of jail free card, but it's uh, object-based. And then the other one is, uh, trust me, I'm a doctor. We know that Lux is a great liar, but this is uh, offers Lux the ability to spin one to three edge at Mike's discretion to tell a lie that makes a single person truly believe it. Can't be obviously wrong, like the sky is green or something, but, you know, within reason they will absolutely buy the lie. So those are the uh, the two hallmarks that um, Lux has taken.
1: You, you couldn't, for instance, tell someone Lux's strength is three?
4: No, nobody would believe that. They, could, they, would, they would feel his bicep and they would take I mean, He could no lie and say his strength sort. is one and they would one break surprise it. them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I want to see
4: Lux
6: punch a guy. Like, I think that yeah, would be fun.
4: <laughs> I think in Canada, two is like the average strength of an average person.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and I think that like when you get to like four, that's like a lead athlete status or something.
1: Yeah, because like once you get up to like seven and eight, you're... you're that's when you're not like, in the human
6: world
4: anymore. You're yeah.
1: like a world famous practitioner of, right. you know, certain yeah. things.
6: Speaking of which, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, so TK has... Uh, he, he entered the, uh, the hyperbolic <laughs> time chamber, in a manner of speaking, and uh, has come out stronger his strength has gone up a point to 6 and his agility and reaction have also gone up a point. I think it's a reflection of how much combat the team has been in uh lately. But a, lot, a lot of stuff has happened. A lot of physical TK's been through a lot of physical things. He oh, also yeah. now has a fear of heights. Y'all been busy. <laughs> a minor fear of heights because he fell out of the world. Um, <clears> oh <throat> that'll that'll give it to you. The other things are hallmarks so so his hallmarks uh, that, that, I, that I've that i decided for him are Float, Sting, Butterfly B, which is uh, FTK lands a punch on a single flesh body having target. Mike did specify flesh body having.
3: Not devices. Yeah. Not devices. Anyway, FTK <laughs> hits
6: that target in three consecutive rounds. For two edge, the third hit will knock the opponent unconscious, regardless of damage taken up to that point. Uh, the other one is Catnap, which... <clears throat> once a day for one edge tk can take a 20 minute nap in henley and heal three boxes of damage on either or both tracks tk cannot do anything else during the nap <laughs> and it can be interrupted but <laughs> hey, you know pretty good uh and that's that's everything
1: and then you guys got two team hallmarks mm-hmm. do you want to yeah, talk about we, what those are
3: karma so that we could pr- karma pooly. there we go someone's got to stop us
6: so, the, the <laughs> team hallwork we got. The first one was no iron teamwork test, which is for one edge from each teammate. If every member of the team is able to take the same or a similar action in quick succession, the final result of the action is determined by the role of the last to take it, who may add the number of hits accumulated by all their teammates to the dice. Well, that's a long way of saying it's like 4X stacking of teamwork tests. Sentai show.
4: Teamwork test. Sentai show. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. We're going to go to do Power time.
6: Rangers. We're going to make a big, yeah, we're going to make a
4: big, and I just,
1: I want to specify this isn't written in there and I don't think that you all have taken it this way, but just to be clear, it's all, it's four or nothing.
6: It's a teamwork test or it's like a, a
1: mega. Oh, right. Yeah. Test. You can't do this with three people, right? No, it makes sense. It's
3: all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah.
6: Yes. In my head, when Lux punches a guy for the first time, all four of us will be behind him. Teamworking it.
5: Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and in game, it's just us holding his arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> uh, and then the second one is called rolling deep uh which is when the team is undercover if they are asked for their names and each fake name aligns with the central theme everyone's edge is completely refilled it's pretty self-explanatory <laughs> Yes, and, and the, I love the that.
1: corollary that we added during the karma spendy is that taylor is the adjudicator so i i predict
6: we'll, we'll have about Oof. a 25 percent rate of like success yeah, rate yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: Let's see. <laughs> <'Cause> some <laughs> of us might not do. know that you're we're doing that. Like you know,
6: <laughs> I think it'll be pretty
4: cool.
2: obvious. Firm yeah. but fair. Firm but fair.
4: Yeah, and also I I, I looked it up. Three. Uh, uh, an attribute of three is actually average for a shadow runner. So I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility for two to be average for a normal civilian. Um, so <laughs> I think that's I think Lux has average civilian strength, mm. um, not average shadow runner strength, and that's Got how it. it's going to stay.
6: A very convincing man.
1: He's just a dude. He's just a... It's a normal... (laughs) It's just a guy. You all sleep through the night. It's a calm night on the Mrs. Egg. The storm clears up by the time morning comes. You are all awoken by the normal soundscape from the exterior of the Mrs. Egg. The pathways of the various commercial barges that go by that one donut business that floats around every once in a while seagulls, buoys distant traffic on the west side highway morning, what do y'all do?
3: Viv is very loudly clacking in the galley she's brought her keyboard up shes you can hear the keyboard clacking and she's watching this video over and over again she has a pained look on her face.
1: Uh, Cinnamon was already in there when you woke up. However early it was, she was already there. Uh, she had already made amazing smelling soy calf just enough for just her. And she doesn't say anything. Uh, she, when you come in, you know, you set up. She says,
2: good morning,
1: but doesn't ask what you're doing. Uh, but you can tell she's like, you are watching it over and over again. Maybe she hears it through your headphones if you're wearing headphones She's kind of trying to sneakily take a look, but make it look like she's not interested.
4: Uh, Lux offers her a muffin. Um, He figured that Gabe would not be making any breakfast or anything. Not that that's his job, but sometimes he does uh, because he'd be up so late. Um, So Lux got up early and made muffins. He likes making muffins that have like each one of the 12 is a different flavor um, (laughs) because he does like a base flavor. And then he does some chocolate chips and some and then some fruits and yeah, fruits, fruits and others. And he offers
1: um, cinnamon one. Uh, She takes whatever the closest one is and puts it on the table in front of her.
4: Lux smiles because that's the cinnamon one.
5: Oh, so cute. Lash bursts into the kitchen with the eight. She has been at the farmer's market. She has two big grocery bags. And she goes, Cinnamon, we are going to make you breakfast. And she starts unloading it. And all the ingredients are for spaghetti and meatballs. (laughs) So, do you like cheese in your sauce or no cheese in your sauce?
2: She looks at Viv and looks and she goes... Do you always do the sitcom family thing?
4: <laughs> no. I, I she she rarely tries to cook. I I have no idea what got into her. But do you want cheese in your sauce or no cheese in your sauce?
5: Uh. And l- it lasts very clearly he doesn't know how to cook. She is putting pans on there. She's, she has a wok on there. It doesn't make sense what she's putting on I'm imagining stove.
1: Cinnamon is looking at, at the three of you in the room who are looking very expectantly like this is the most normal thing. Like, you just gotta answer the question and she just says, with, please.
5: Perfect. I figured I figured you were a cheese person. I figured.
4: Uh, Lux uh, kind of leaves the kitchen now that, that Lash has turned into a tornado of pans um, and he's got the pot of soy calf in his hand Uh, he's pouring his own he's got an extra additional mug that he puts in front of cinnamon and begins filling for her and he goes so uh, cinnamon are you and uh, TK seeing each other
2: again or
1: she puts a hand to say like you can stop pouring me coffee well before it's all the way full Uh Uh, and she looks at you and she says
2: Mm. we never really stopped seeing one another
4: Ah, uh, i see how's how's he doing
2: i've seen him better but i've also seen him worse yeah
4: well you know i i have to say that um, tk's actually been making a lot of great progress uh, with his communication and his emotions and things uh, sometimes it's hard to
2: tell he when he only he's... texts me when he kills someone
4: right okay so that was th- that was going to be an example of the to the contrary but The other examples you don't see when he's texting you is he
2: didn't say I don't like it.
4: Then I'll shut up. Um, How's your muffin? You die for. Yeah, the muffins I do a little better than bread, but, you know, they're easier.
5: Flash has started a small grease fire.
3: Good Lord.
6: That's spaghetti?
3: Ah, he's up.
6: Is there cheese in the sauce?
3: (laughs) P.K. Yes. It's a little burnt. I hate to interrupt our morning, but I need to show you all something. And Viv calms you the video she took of the night errant officer who threw the grenade.
1: When you say I have to show you something, Cinnamon wastes no time. Like I imagine you're like maybe on a bench or something. and She just like slides as close to you as she can get. Because she really wants to see what it is that you've been watching. She's still wearing the same, like, gold kind of rhinestone, like, big baggy shirt and zebra print pants, uh, but she's not wearing the giant shoes. Uh, and it's like when she slides up next to you, it's like kind of weird and rough, it rubs against you.
3: So all of you have the video, but Viv plays the audio from, from her column.
7: I'll, I don't think I'm going to make it out of here. Fuck me. Neither of you. You're going to pay for the chance and you're going to. I'm gonna make you pay for the day.
3: and figure out how to identify... Artem- Artemis, obviously. He's gone now, but maybe that could be... Well, if he's dead, I don't think it's well, Artemis
4: urgent. is going to be busy for the next couple of days. What she's saying is that this guy was a gold band. So that means that there are knight errant that are gold bands. Who knows who else? Um, we suspected, and Vern also corroborated, that there was a small sect of NYPD... Who was participating in this group? But this is beyond any particular group of long law enforcement. Seems.
2: And he shot me. Ugh.
4: And he shot Viv. I'm so sorry, Viv. Are you okay?
2: That is how you got shot.
6: TK puts his arm around Cinnamon.
2: It's going
3: to take a while, but I think.
6: Very casual. It's like he's. It's. They've done this many times. It gives you a
3: smooch. Jen, the player, has a mouth agape. <laughs> <laughs> Viv does not react to this.
4: Lux offers Viv, Viv a muffin.
3: Well,
5: I have a feeling this won't be the last last line. person. We Probably
6: treat them as knowing who we are and uh, as very dangerous. Because we don't, I mean, we're not going to figure anything out without more information.
4: Can we run his, uh, his face through any
6: of your... Uh... I can do a search. Yeah, we can we can search it up. But these people don't always come back. I mean, I think if we had his username, it might even be more useful, to be honest
3: with you. And what of this Casanova business?
5: Lash goes and checks Hearth real quick, her Hearth alert, and sees if she has any, any dings on it.
7: Uh, when you open up your comms to check Hearth, you hear a voice you haven't heard in a while.
5: Hello? Yes?
0: Would you like, like to add this to your shopping cart? It's Artemis. <gasps> Artemis? Yes, you have not, not a number. number. Totifications. Totifications. Oh, Artemis! Your shopping cart is full. Would you like to check out? Uh Uh-oh. Artemis? You have 18,446,744,073,709,551,615 items in your shopping cart. Would you like to check
6: out? I think you might qualify for free shipping.
5: Isn't she busy? I think we better get to the Chaz pretty Uh, quickly. I think
1: she might be speaking in code.
5: Checks mix, out of your basket.
1: basket. TK, your comm rings. Uh, It's Thistle. Uh, TK picks up and puts it on speaker. Plays it through the boat's speaker system. Um, hey, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you again. Are you guys, are are you okay? Is everything alright?
6: Yeah, uh, yeah, we survived. Uh, You're on speaker.
1: Oh, uh, hey, hey everyone.
6: Hey, Thistle. Um, Thistle.
4: Artemis is talking to us about shopping carts and uh stuff on our ship uh, is she still busy crunching the numbers over there uh,
1: yeah actually that's why i'm calling um uh-huh something's wrong
6: yeah
4: it sounds like it
6: uh, oh, no. I, th-
1: I think you should come to the chas as soon as you can
6: oh uh, okay we're on our way uh, oh hey whoa. We're, we're, we're finishing breakfast first we're not leaving till i eat something
5: Well, this is perfect because breakfast is already served and I put it in little to go containers for everyone. Playing,
0: are you being served? Theme song.
5: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Artemis, Artemis,
0: (laughs) I've sort of missed you. (laughs) Artemis, what's in in my cart? You have 18 quintillion, four hundred, forty, six quadrillion, seven hundred. Artemis,
6: list the items in the cart. Buffering,
0: buffering, buffering, buffering. I don't understand. Your cart is empty. Oh.
6: Okay, Artemis. Just go do your thing. We'll fix you.
1: you are now leaving fun city thanks for listening if you like the show and want to help us keep making it you can throw us a couple bucks a month at patreon.com forward slash fun city ventures where you get access to our bi-weekly chat show fun chatty our fun and interesting discord mork borg side games early notification of new merch and more that's patreon.com forward slash fun city ventures and of course thanks to all of our current patrons for help keeping this ship afloat
6: Hi, I'm Bijan Steven, and you can find me online at Bijan Stephen, B-I-J-A-N-S-T-E-P-H-E-N, on Twitter and Twitch. On Instagram, I'm Bijan Cakes, B-I-J-A-N Cakes.
3: I'm Jen De La Vega. I play Vivian Lakewood, and you can find me online at Randwitches.
6: Hey, this is Nick Gersio,
4: I play Luxythe, Scythe, and you can find me online at ngercio, G-U-E-R-C-I-O on Instagram, and at Nicholas Gersio on Twitter.
5: I'm Shannon O'Dell, I play Lash Goodbog, and you can find me on social media at showdell, at S-H-O-D-E-L-L.
7: I am Taylor Moore, and I play all the bad guys, I think. Is that how it works? It's not clear. You can follow me online at taylor.biz.
1: And my name is Mike Rugnetta. I am your GM. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at... Mike Rignetta. You can find the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at FunCityVentures. This episode of Fun City was recorded in Brooklyn, New York, and Los Angeles, California. It was edited by Sam Grant and produced and sound designed by me, Mike Rignetta. Pixel Riff's hallmark would be Kappa For the cost of two edge, replenish one edge for all nearby teammates. Fun City's music is by Sam Tyndall. Our art is by Tess Stone. Our Discord mods are Olivia Gulen, Kelly McHugh, and Kit Pulliam. The voice of Artemis is Molly Templeton.